Hello, this is the show. This hey is guys, so welcome back to the Star Wars show. Woo! <coughs> Moo? Did you just yell Moo? I said woo! Welcome back a, a, a to the Moo Show. This is going to be the last editing. <laughs> oh. Alright. Eventually be... we'll get to the point where we can release bloopers. Absolutely. Yeah. What do you... Listen, these aren't going to be edited. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fully, fully unedited. It, 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 it raw. What we give, what we record is what we're giving them live. <laughs> oh my gosh! Could you imagine the like? Nope, you cannot do that to me. Uh, all right. Well, welcome back to Under the Kitchen Table. Our welcome back to the first episode. <laughs> So I was, I was gonna say <laughs> we kept saying that I, I didn't want to interrupt you. Enthusiastic too. But do you want me to do it? No, I got it. <laughs> it's just Are you sure? Okay. Uh, we just joked that I would say that just as a joke, oh. but then I actually said it. Welcome back to the first like episode. Keep uh, going. Try again, yeah. but this time say it seriously. Don't worry. We can okay. edit this in post production. Fix it in post. Yeah. Fix it in post. Everything can be fixed in post. Fix it All in right. Post. Well, welcome back. We've got Alan. Hi. We got Cassie. Yo. We got Emma. Hello there. And we got myself, the Nick. <laughs> Hello. And welcome back to. Nothing, because this is not the first time we're coming back to something. What? Say, say okay. it more clearly next time. Welcome yes, back I'm... to Under the Kitchen Table, the podcast <laughs> where we talk about things sometimes. With me today is Alan. Hello. Cassie. <laughs> and Emma. Hello there. As well as myself, the guest Hello that shows there. up every episode. Anyway, we got some topics. After going on the rabbit trail. Absolutely. It's already started. Listen, this podcast that should take like 15 minutes to go through all these for any normal person is literally going to take about five hours per topic. Hey, I got this recording for 300 minutes, so let's go. Yeah, we got it for 300 minutes. (laughs) So anyway. We might get through half of the main Nick, introduce our first topic. So, our first topic is, of course, Daisy Ridley. Did an interview and talked about Star Wars. Who all's heard about this? I actually I looked it up right before we started recording. So, oh really? I, I've done absolutely no research because I'm the React person, I guess. Absolutely. And Alan, of course, knows everything about this. That Alan I do. knows everything. Period. Absolutely. So that would be accurate. So wait a minute, Emma. You you so you seem to have the freshest perspective. You wanna? You wanna? I read like five sentences. So I don't know how much of a perspective I have. Well, essentially, she came out and said what everyone else was talking about, like, years ago in regards to Star Wars and how it wasn't a very good experience for her to be um, an actress for her character. An actress for her character? Yeah, who did she act? She played played Rey in the hit Disney movie, uh, the sequel trilogy. Everyone loves the trilogy. Absolutely. Yeah. Everyone all loves I the trilogy. For, all I want out of this trilogy is that eventually the sequel trilogy just develops high quality beams and evolves like the prequels did, but I don't even have much hope for that. It's Listen, we've already got some stellar memes from the sequels. I don't know what you're talking about. We got <laughs> how the force works. That's a classic. <laughs> yeah, but that was the only good movie in the trilogy according to everyone. What? We got the the um, 
What's the meme from the Last Jedi? There, there was, there was a good one from Last Jedi. What was, what was it? Probably not that good if you can't remember it. <laughs> oh! It will, never, it will never live up to the pure meme farm that was episode 3. Absolutely. Where, where every single second of dialogue in episode 3 was just became a meme. Yes. It's uh. true. It's because of George Lucas's flair for truly authentic dialogue, as we can all tell. Listen, he, he was the king of dialogue. Master Do you guys actually like? Do you guys actually like remember when that movie came out? Yeah, I don't. Two thousand five. I yeah, I remember when that movie came out. Did you? I live under a rock. I didn't. I didn't get to see it in theaters, unfortunately, because I was like eight. But (laughs) I was. I live under a rock. The only. The only time I remember before the sequels was with uh, Star Wars being in theaters was when they re-released Episode One. Why would they do that? I th- it may have been for like the ten year anniversary in like twenty eleven because I remember how popular it is. Yeah, I remember going into the theater and seeing like the Darth Maul stand up and he's like with his double blade lightsaber and there's this okay, like, but Phantom Menace was made in nineteen ninety nine, so then it would have been two thousand nine for the tenth anniversary, not two thousand eleven. It probably yeah, you're right. I'm a failure. That doesn't in that. matter. <laughs> well, Disney don't care. Listen, two-year difference. Come on. Well, actually, in, back in '11, um, Disney would, has not owned that yet. Exactly. Back in George Lucas don't care either. Listen here, there George Lucas. George Lucas just wanted to hammer home. Listen, guys. Episode one, Jar Jar was pretty cool. Come on, Jar Jar. Cool. The kids, the Lucas kids love way. Jar Jar. Yeah. You want to know what's actually real? A really top, top, a tubular topic. Because we're back in the nineties, I guess. A tubular yeah, tap was what um Liam Neeson recently said. Have you guys heard anything about that? I don't think I have. Very recently Liam Neeson came out in defense of episode one and said, You know what? It was a pretty cool movie to work on. I got to hold a lightsaber. I gotta swing a lightsaber. I gotta duel with a lightsaber. Also, Jar Jar was pretty cool. Well, it's easy for him to say he knows how to use an actual sword, so that's why the all the lightsaber battles he was in were so cool. To be fair, oh, really? I mean, I've had heard, I've heard that the um the actors really loved the 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 um, prequel trilogy. They said it was a lot of fun to work on. I mean, except for Ahmed Best because of what happened to him. Exactly. Well, yeah. With the exception of him and Jake Lloyd. Yeah, I heard this, but for um, Ewan McGregor, he said he loved working on the movies. Oh, yeah. Well, actually, if I were him, I would have made swishing sounds when I used lightsabers, too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There, we all. How could you not? It's, well, I mean, I'm I'm sure with, like, everything that happened with Amibus, his story is so cool, where, Mm -hmm. you know, everything that happened to him and, like, the bullying, everything that happened wasn't cool. But just how the community loves on him just so much right now. Like he's going to like conventions and stuff like that. He's what's he doing? He's doing like a a show for Disney. A right game now. show. Yeah, it's a Star Wars game show where like kids run an obstacle course. He's like the the guy in charge of it. Good for him. He's the, the host. Yeah, it's really cool. It's really cool. I, I love seeing. I love seeing yeah, I him good. happy and loving Star Wars again. Cause, I mean, it's not—it's not his his the actor's fault that Jar Jar went over so bad. Yeah, that was—he's just an actor. The same stellar writing that made and, Episode Three so 
Fantastic. And George, but George Lucas made just all these promises to him. Like he was like, "Yeah, kids are gonna love you. You're gonna be the most popular character in this tri- in this entire trilogy. You're gonna be beloved by everyone." Just building him up and up and up. And then Episode One came out, and like everyone like hated Jar Jar. And you're gonna be the Sith Lord. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I wish. I would, that would honestly be a good end. <laughs> I mean, I can understand why people don't like Jar Jar. One hundred percent. Um. But I don't know. Like, if we're gonna hate on him for playing Jar Jar, we should hate on Kristen Stewart. Well, okay, never mind. I just realized Kristen Stewart is just a bad actor playing a bad role. Kristen Stewart plays Bella in Twilight. The masterpiece. <laughs> yeah, the masterpiece. And then I realized. Not only did she play a terrible part, but she was terrible at playing it. I've heard um, Robert Pattinson, though, he hated that role. I'm sure. I mean, when you sign up for a role where you get to be a vampire, I'm sure he didn't imagine boy band glistening skin in the sunlight. (laughs) (laughs) Shirtless. Jumping out of trees. Can you you imagine? Batman, of course. Can you imagine, like, your agent just, like, coming up to you and like, all right, listen, I got you this really cool role. You get to be a freaking vampire. And this guy's like, oh, dude, that's pretty sick. I'm so excited. And then you get the first day on set, and it's like, all right, listen up. We're going for the emo boy band look. <laughs> He's like, crap. Like, all the pomade they put in his hair. <laughs> this is, like, the main reason why everyone's saying R.I.P. J.K. Rowling. It's because they killed off Cedric, and then Robert Pattinson had to leave. Oh gosh! Well, the Cedric died in the books too, so yeah. But um, maybe they killed well, Cedric well, in the books Patterson. because they lost Robert Patterson. No, yeah, what? Was, what? Well, when people, when people ask some like, 90s. listen here, you know, you listen at this point, you really know that with how much J.K. Rowling is just changing her story. You're right. <laughs> she's, she's come up with a way to update her written books so that the words just change. The words will just change. The way you understand them just changes with how her perspective changes. I don't know how... uh, I... Yeah. It turns out you, the reader, was gay this whole time. Oh. (laughs) I bet you didn't know this. Surprise. Thank you, J.K. Rowling. It's like when you use um, artificial... It's like when you use artificial intelligence to have a robot just write a book for you and then it doesn't make any sense because it's just AI. Wasn't that something that happened recently where they, like, had an AI write, like, a full script for something? Oh, I forgot that story. It was Star Wars. (laughs) No, hold on. AI wrote a story. There, There was a thing that came out. Yeah, a robot wrote an entire article... (laughs) <laughs> oh, what was? Here's the article. It was on the Guardian. A robot wrote this entire article. Are you scared yet, human? <laughs> that was the title. Wait. Oh, the. Uh... <laughs> oh gosh. Wait. This act. This article was actually written by a robot. No, was it? There's no way. Oh my gosh, it was. This article was written by GBT3 Open AI Language Generator. GBT3 is a cutting-edge language model that uses machine learning to produce human-like text. What? I love how we, like, we could probably use this for good, but as a human race, it's not going to be used for good. Everyone's just like, the robots are taking over. Meanwhile, artificial intelligence is talking like this. I love how we have all this media, like, stories and movies that are like, 
listen, if we go down this path, we are literally all going to die. And then you just have scientists across the world like, hey, let's do it. Let's all die. Let's see if we can make this happen. Like Alexa, I always like it when John. someone makes an AI. I like read like 1,000 uh, hours worth of like Batman films or Hallmark films and then makes oh, it yeah. like write a script from those those hours. Those are always the most fun to read. <laughs> Wait, wh- why do you guys know? Are you guys robots? I'm so- Maybe. Oh, your voice just went robot Maybe you're the robot. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> they, they're catching on. They're catching on. Oh, no. Oh my gosh. Do you know how much we just deviated from the original topic of Daisy Riddle? Well, I, <laughs> I, I didn't research it, so I didn't know what to gosh, say. I forget what exactly she even said. Like, full She on. said... Yeah. She said that um, originally her character Ray was going to be the spawn of Obi-Wan, right? Oh, that's right. Be, uh, like a, a granddaughter or something. Yeah, and then, I would have been um, down for that. When Ryan Johnson came in, he changed that. So basically, what, what she's saying is that there was no overarching plan throughout the, the prequel trilogy. Um, I mean, they were just, I they believe were pretty that. much making it up as they go along. Well, no, that's, that's what I, I, yeah, I can feel that. Well, they, that's what Daisy Ridley said in the interview. I remember it now. Well, she said that they there was like talk about like. Oh, she might be a Kenobi. No, she might be this or this. No, she might be a Dooku. No, there was no plan going forward, which honestly, what's funny about this is people are acting like this is all confirmation now. It's like, listen, we've known about this for so long at this point. We've known about it since episode eight when when we got like word that like there's no plan for this. They didn't. They didn't plan for this. They had three different directors direct three different movies, which then turned to two different directors when they fired their last director. Who was they, the last director anyway? What? Who was the last director again? Alan Trevorrow, and he wrote uh, a story that was that that apparently Disney deemed as too dark, and he left the project. Wow. So you have this, and then he like released the script and stuff for in concept art, and. Um, I, I I think I liked it better than what we got. Just it's I just liked the the premise of the story. It tackled some themes that the final movie tried to do, but did it better. I think like it had a scene where it had like the people rising up. Like in episode nine, we got like all those ships, just the, the smorgasbord of just unidentifiable ships, just everywhere. It's just like where did the, the resistance doesn't have a fleet this big, and like. It's not. It's not a fleet. It's just people. That happened in the movie, though. Yeah, that that was in the movie. But in the Colin Trevorrow script, they had something like that. Only it was like an organized um, rebellion on Coruscant against the First Order. Oh, that was oh, okay. On like on the ground and stuff like that, and and just based on the concept art alone, and just the different prospects that they had, it just seems so cool. And I'm sad we didn't get it. We won't see it. Unless we get like a, a Justice a Justice League Snyder cut for Did he release it to like the public or what the episode The script Yeah, the script was dropped and concept art for it was dropped. My favorite piece of concept art was the one where it's a battle between the first order and resistance and you have Finn in the forefront doing his um his classic face where you could literally hear him say, Ray! You could literally hear him say like you cut off for a bit. Have you have you seen the picture? Hold on, I need to find it. What was it called? Um, so the movie was called Duel of the Fates, which is pretty cool. That was a reference to the. Um, what? 
The John Williams song. Yeah. That song. Yeah, that's a reference to the song. It was really cool. Demo. What? Your voices are cutting out. Yeah. So is yours. Oh, is mine cutting out? Not anymore. There's the um, picture. Picture yeah. post-production! Can you... <laughs> you can literally hear this picture. What I was going to say was the end of um, Red Skywalker, right? All the civilians came in at the end, band together, and, like, went out. Um, that gave me... That really reminded me of the end of Endgame, right? When all the um, heroes and everything came together at the end to fight the big monster, like, bad guy Thanos. The problem, the difference is, though, for, in Endgame, at the end, you knew who those people were. Like, you could see someone and know, okay, they're from this movie or they're this character. You can't, you can't do that in Rise of Skywalker. You don't care about these random civilians who are dying. Well, you, you even... <laughs> because you don't know who they are. <laughs> but, what? like, something like Endgame, though, if you see, like... Uh, Wakandan warrior dying. It's like, hey, I I recognize that guy. It's sad that he's dying, but yeah. like some some random civilian from some random um, planet somewhere. Like, who cares if he dies? Well, we're already desensitized to the fact we're already desensitized to the fact that in Star Wars, there's like a ninety eight percent chance of getting sold into slavery. So it's like they already have a cruddy life. Well, exactly. Why would we care if they died? Here's the here's the thing though is like people people love apparently love that scene and I do not understand like I remember sitting in the movie theater seeing that and I was completely overwhelmed just looking at all these ships one how the heck did they get them through that tight like whatever the the pink smoke <laughs> pink mist yeah I kept waiting I for some ship to like crash into another ship they probably did that's probably what we saw was only like half the fleet because the rest of them just died but like second like. <laughs> People were excited by that scene because they're like, whoa, I recognize these ships. There's a Naboo starfighter and stuff like that. And I'm just like, to see it, you have to pause. You have to pause it. You have to pause the movie to be able to see these things. And it's like, that's ridiculous. I shouldn't have to pause the movie to be able to see your fan service. And then Palpatine goes all unlimited power on everyone. It's like, if you're this strong already, why do you need a new body? If you can do this... Well, and you already he, have this big fleet. Who cares? Didn't he do that after he drained them of their life force or whatever? I mean, I mean, partially. Uh, but he, no, he wanted to like possess her body though. Well, which yeah. is kind of weird if you think about it. Right after he tossed Kylo out of the movie. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh gosh, I sent a second. Yeah, I, sent a second so- I sent the uh, second picture showing like what the uprising would have looked like. Honestly, I honestly think that's really cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, they like. I love how our not going to be able to see this, but we're we're looking at them. Yeah, yeah. Look them up for yourself if you're listening. Yeah, you guys want this is the concept. This is from the this is from the duel of the fates. So this picture, I'll do some uh, visual to audio transcription. It's a picture of all the first order stormtroopers trying to rush a barricade with of the Coruscant civilians, and they have like um, reused. Empire armor and ATSTs and stuff, and the lead ones waving a flag, and it's just showing like, yeah, it's really cool. Oh, oh, I'm looking at the wrong picture. That's why I'm so confused. Oh, are you looking at the one with Finn going? Ray! Yeah. <laughs> you can <laughs> literally he's hear that to picture. Do. Ray! Hey, there's no pictures of the space ponies. Where are the ponies, Nick? Oh, the space ponies. 
the pain of my existence. I'm saying Ray was like half of his script in Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> Maybe Listen. that's why his <laughs> interview. <laughs> Listen, that's... Maybe that's why his interview was so you know intense. Yeah, that's the John Boyega interview right there. We missed that one. Mm-hmm. Oh, reading the script. Star Let me Wars. guess. I say Ray again. You say Ray again. All right, here's your say script for Ray. Say Ray. <laughs> Ray. <laughs> Uh, speaking of Star Wars, the Mandalorian trailer dropped. That it did. Oh. I haven't seen the Mandalorian at all. What? Have our watch parties meant nothing to you? I. I. Don't like. I guess. I guess not. I guess not. Oh. Well, I hope they actually name the child though, so everyone can stop just calling him Baby Yoda. Well, his name is Baby Yoda. I can't Wait, isn't that what Disney called him? That's what no, everyone his name called is him. The child. Yeah. So, yeah. So just so everyone calls him. He doesn't, per- he doesn't really have a name. I'm pretty sure Dave Filoni and Favreau also called him Baby Yoda. <laughs> that's just that's just the name to call him. It's just but, I mean, Baby Yoda but, merchandise on the store. Absolutely. But he needs like he needs a, he needs his own name though. It's more marketable, man. Oh, you're right. Na- name name Baby Yoda. Give him a name. What, what shall his name be? Yeah. So actually, so here's one of the inter- more interesting things is not just necessarily the trailer itself. I like the trailer. Um, a few funny moments and like cool like, oh wow, I I recognize that. Um, but it was the news that came out after, like, right after the trailer dropped. Have you guys heard anything about, about, like, Pedro Pascal leaving halfway through season two or something I, like that? I, I, yeah, I've yeah. had heard, of, heard that. That's, what's funny, though, is you're not hearing this information until, like, right after the trailer drops. It's like, as soon as the trailer drops, suddenly we're getting information like, oh, suddenly Pascal doesn't want to wear the helmet anymore and he wants to get more face branding which i i get actors need to get their face out there so that they can get hired for their next job but it's it's just the timing of it is really weird i just well, want at some point i just want him to take his helmet off in front of baby yoda and have baby yoda just be like where's the thought <gasps> wow <laughs> baby yoda's going hey where's my papa baby my papa <laughs> Oh, yeah. Pedro Pascal apparently did a thing, though it's not confirmed officially by the studio or anything like that. It was from, of course, a third party who said that that was going down. I mean, if he left halfway between halfway in between season two, I mean, like, what's going to happen? Okay, so he didn't necessarily leave, which is the thing. So he was in negotiation with. Filoni Fabro to see if they could get more time, like more face time with, you know, his face. <laughs> um, and when they said, uh, no, do you, you know what this is? This is the Mandalorian. We, we, you've literally said the line where you can't remove your helmet. And so apparently what happened was he circumvented them and went to the good old Kathleen Kennedy herself. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, the Lucasfilm higher ups. Yeah, we ever praise her name. <laughs> Absolutely. Kathleen Kennedy, you are the greatest president of Lucasfilm. 
and in, in her in her all divine encompassing wisdom. Oh, you've done so much. Is this sarcasm? Absolutely. This is sarcasm. <laughs> of the highest order. Let's get sued by Disney now. <laughs> On top of everything else, we're gonna get sued by. She's only run the you know the most popular and w most beloved series of all time into the ground, but you know that's oh gosh hitting on controversy. He's just preserving, you know, the um, tradition. Lucas did that first. Wow. What? Dang. <laughs> preserving the tradition of uh, running Star Wars into the ground. I don't think people... Lucas necessarily did that. His, his movies were still, were still fairly popular and did fairly well. And we okay, to be fair. To be fair, I mean, though. Not, and the prequels weren't, you know, they're not as popular as the original trilogy, but they have their fans. They have the memes. Well, no, so yeah. they have what the what the prequels have is their big fans are the people who grew up with the prequels. Our generation, we were kids. We yeah, watched the prequels. the prequels. Yeah, we got Clone Wars, pretty fantastic. I mean, and then we grew you up. Guys. Yeah, not not you. You're excluded. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not you. <laughs> uh, and not you. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong, but continue. But, like, we grew up with it, so now it's our generation, the good old Gen Z slash millennials, who are, like, we're, we were the fans of the prequels because we grew up with it. That is our Star Wars, as well as the original trilogy. So you have the original I mean, trilogy... I admit, what? I admit they're bad movies. They're not good movies, but they're just so nostalgic. I just they're love I just love the world building. They're, they're, world, I, I, do, yeah. I do. I really love the world building. As a George person, Lucas is yeah. a fantastic world builder. Yes, he is. He should just stay as far away from a script as possible. Yeah, he's more of a big idea man than a script guy. I feel like he would have been great uh, at like creating the old RPG books for Star Wars. Yeah, he'd be good as like a storyboarder. Like, yeah. he like this is the basic story I, I want to see. Like when we storyboarded, <laughs> George Lucas is gonna retroactively sue us for saying that. Everyone's gonna sue. Hey, us. we've done our own storyboard. Absolutely. We're we, 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 we gonna move on to that. Oh, are we touching on on the storyboarding next? Oh, the storyboarding. So anyway, we're gonna be doing so. This is gonna be a weekly thing. Well, whenever we do the podcast, but um, it's we're gonna be a doing weekly a weekly thing whenever we do it. Yeah. Absolutely, it's gonna be whenever whenever we have an episode is a writing exercise. So it's a segment where we receive a prompt. And then we get to tell our story here. Um, the prompt will be tend to be either we'll say the prompt in the episode here. Or it will be off there. But um, essentially, we gave a prompt. Uh, some of the people here in the podcast uh, worked on the prompt, and then they're going to be telling their stories here. And this week's pitch was <laughs> what? <laughs> I think it was like think of something that should never be made into a movie and then what would the plot of that movie be? Ori originally it, no because we were talking about Captain Crunch and we were like Yeah, that, that was what we thought yeah. of. We were like what if Captain Crunch was made into a movie? Yeah, we were like you know, you see so many movies where it's like they take the brand of that movie and then well no, they take the like this random brand like let's say like Food Fight where they just got compiled a bunch of brands and then they're like you know, let's make a movie about it. We're like, you know what? These movies tend to do terrible. No one likes Food Fight. No one likes these. No, no one likes these other brand movies. So we're like, you know what? Let's take a brand that should not be made into a movie, such as Captain Crunch, and let's make a movie. 
So when we storyboarded it, all of it ended up in cannibalism. So absolutely. Do you want to know what? That information the way you will. Set, like the first time cannibalism was said on this podcast, you're welcome. Uh, it won't be the last. Yeah, it won't be the last. Cannibalism. Okay. <laughs> So, Emma, do you want to start us out? Oh, gosh. Uh, okay. Uh, if I remember correctly, all right. It was you, me, and then someone else. I, don't know, I won't mention names because I feel like we aren't supposed to do that. I don't know. Absolutely. Uh, I vaguely remember my origin story of Captain Crunch having something to do with, like, a computer engineer in 1943 who was eating a bowl of Captain Crunch cereal when the building exploded. And he was, like, sent back in time and reincarnated as Captain Crunch. In like the 1600s, <laughs> then he eventually ends up getting like on a ship, and he becomes the captain. And then they, he and his crew, get stranded on an island. And then almost everyone eventually resorts to cannibalism. And then he dies, quoting that famous line, "A two berry." A two berry. And now his name is on. His legacy has endured. His legacy has endured. Emma, do you have... No, never mind. I'm the one who took a picture of the board. Yeah, you got you got the picture. Oh, gosh. I need to find the picture. Oh, nobody's going to be finding, it. While you're finding it, uh, I'll explain mine. Yeah, go explain yours, Alan. Okay, so, the title, okay? I'll, I will get to you soon. Time period is... um. 1697, which is the high, um, the golden time of the high seas of piracy. We have, yeah, it's a um, a dark look into uh, what real pirates were like. So, like in reality, you know, pirates are pretty um, nowadays. In reality, like you have these big old sword fights and everything in the movies, and pirates were actually they didn't want to do sword fights because so that took too long. Their goal was to scare the heck out of every someone on the ship so they would surrender. So usually what they'd do is they'd get, get onto the, uh, the ship, they would, uh, first guy they saw, they'd shoot the guy, and then um, charge him, cut him open, l- let all of his stuff spill out, and then throw over, tie, tie him to the rigging and throw him overboard, make a big mess, scare the bejesus out of everyone so that they'd surrender. So that's what the movie's going to feature. Um, oh. Ultra-violent oh, stuff like that, like real, like real pirates. Wonderful. Is this rated M? Like, movie. Is this movie rated and M? It's, it's, no, no, it's, it's gonna be rated. It's gonna be rated R. Oh gosh. And um, Captain Crunch, <laughs> the, the the good captain, he's kind of inspired by a Blackbeard, right? Because in, in history, Blackbeard would tie um, wicks to his beard and then light them um, oh during raids to kind of make him look like like devilish. So of course, Captain Crunch does that, but with his mustache. And um. <laughs> And uh, what he does with his his prisoners, though, he's called he got the name Captain Crunch because with the with his prisoners, he would um actually he would eat them all oh. because he didn't want to deal with the prisoners. So oh, you know. his name's Captain Crunch because you know bones are crunchy, and that's why the title of the movie is um the Captain and his Crunchy Crew. Oh, <laughs> oh, and, oh. Um, <laughs> oh my god! Also, uh the uh the eyeballs of his victims. He referred to them as berries. That's why there's crunch berries in uh, the cereal. Ew! And that's, that's where those came from. That's nasty. And the plot of this movie, um, there's a privateer who, who is, um, he's charged with finding and bringing in, bringing to justice, 
Captain Crunch and his crew. So it's basically about uh, the, the, the good Captain Crunch like fleeing from the privateer and trying to get away from him. It's like a, it's a, it's a vicious game of, of cat and mouse. Uh, always going to be at the, at the edge of your seat kind of movie. Yeah. And um, the good captain, he will die in a fiery blaze. Uh, and he will go down with his ship forever to be uh, munching on the bones of everyone who dies a, um, an at-sea death. So he's yeah. kind of like a Davy Jones sort of character, but he munches a, on your bones. It's a darker and grittier version of Gilligan's Island. Like if what? Gilligan exactly. had gone like rogue and just started eating all of it, everyone on the island. No, it, it merely takes place at sea. Oh, well, then this is before they get shipwrecked. Like, if Gilligan no, there, there had a ship, eaten... If Gilligan yeah, had yeah, everyone it, before they got to the island... That exactly. Would be... <laughs> exactly. I feel like yours so is that, almost that... a darker version of Gilligan's Island, Emma. Oh, my. Yeah. Is I included cannibalism? Well, when, didn't yours get shipwrecked? Or am I thinking this wrong? I got, yeah, mine got shipwrecked. Uh, and I found, I found your I found the picture taken of your whiteboard with where you didn't have a name for it, but you called the overarching universe the Crunchyverse. Oh yeah, yeah, we call it the Crunchyverse. Yeah, and you didn't have a breakfast cereal mascots. Yeah, what what would happen if we had like, oh no, what if there was a movie with uh, cinnamon toast crunch guys? That's They're a, already cannibals. Yeah, that's a exactly. true cannibalism. Wait, Wait, important, important question. Important question. Who would play Captain Crunch? Oh, Johnny Depp. What? No, because then you get to, if you Johnny Depp played him, you get too many comparisons like to um, Pirates uh, of the Caribbean. Yeah. You don't want. Oh, that. you, that's true. My bad. You get. How about Nicholas Cage? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's resurrect his career. Uh, yeah, let's do it. With the Crunchyverse this movie. A, this will be Nick Cage's um, um, comeback movie. That or we get oh. we bring back Danny DeVito. No. He's, pretty, he's, he's still pretty old. Yeah, come on, I can see Danny DeVito with the, with the mustache and the oh, beard. He could be one of the side characters. He could be part of the crew. Mr. Yeah, he, Smee. He'll be one of the Crunchy crew. He'll be one of the Crunchy crew. He'll be one of the last people to die. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Now, how about this? Dane DeVito is the privateer who is who is going after the the captain. Oh, absolutely! Like this is this is his last mission before retirement. So anyway, I started blasting. <laughs> exactly. And you know, it, got... it, and you can make it this whole subplot where they're trying to kill off Danny DeVito because they oh, no. they don't want him anymore. So they send him on this impossible mission, and he ends up succeeding. Yeah, and, and, and killing um, Captain Crunch. I like that. Oh. Thank you. And then his next target is hunting down the Trixed Rabbit. Who has gone insane. Oh, Who has gone insane <laughs> and the went Trix to Easter Rabbit Island. Origin movie? The Trixed Rabbit should have an origin movie. Where it's basically a psychological thriller. Oh. Like, it gets, like, really dark. Because then he slowly loses his mind and you watch him, like, slowly spiral into insanity. Yeah. And the trick rabbit is cornered. He's about to, like, you know, be taken out. But then he's suddenly saved on a magical rainbow and taken to Ireland. <laughs> and suddenly you have the Lucky Charms leprechaun in the mix. There you go. The Crunchyverse. It's just 
Serial the movie now? Absolutely. No, it's the Crunchyverse. It's this the, is f- the overall arching universe of breakfast cereal brands as movies. This is Food Fight done oh. right. Is it your turn, Nick, now to read yours? He didn't have one. I didn't write one. I just oh, was... I'm not the only procrastinator. Absolutely. I didn't write one either. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't write one. This was just, this was just um, Alan and Emma showing off theirs. Yeah, we were talking about it at the um, meeting, and then we were like, you know what? Let's talk about this in the podcast. Let's present our yeah. ideas for... But the next one, the next one, we'll make sure everyone does one. Absolutely, I'll do one. Except we should figure out what what that prompt is. <laughs> All right, listeners, yeah, we need to go figure- to Twitter. <laughs> Tell us your ideas. All one of you. <laughs> I think I think you're being optimistic there, Nick. Yeah. All point five of you. I'm sorry. The one donor we have. Hi, mom. <laughs> What's a prompt you could give us? You act like even our parents are going to actually listen to this. Absolutely. Uh, my parents probably won't. Sorry. No, my. Because I'm not going to tell them it exists. <laughs> Bury the shame. <laughs> Oh gosh, what what should we do for our next writing prompt? Should we continue off the Crunchyverse? We should probably do something totally different. Mm. Totally As different. the exact opposite of our first. Step. Okay, okay. Here. Oh. oh. Next Disney remake that has not been remade. <laughs> what? Oh. Actually, that wouldn't work like I thought it would. I was gonna say and 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 explain what they should take out and what they should leave in and mm. what they should what. Yeah, but I don't think that's gonna work like I'd, I thought it would. I'd be for that. I could yeah. think of it. Like, how would you do? Like, because we've seen so many Disney remakes where they don't do it good. How would you make a Disney remake in live action good? What movie and what I, would the plot be? Because you know you I have call, to change I called, it. I call, I call the Black Cauldron. Oh, oh I was gonna say that. Because like nobody Dang knows it. That I got it first. Like I got it. Uh, Treasure Planet. Uh, the planet's already iconic. What are you talking about? Oh. Uh, but if we have to do a remake. Atlantis. Yeah. I'll do Atlantis. Dang it! Yes! That's You're a good one. Emma, well, you could do Sword in the Stone. <gasps> that's my favorite. Do that that's, how I got into, that's, that's how I got into Arthurian legend. How did you know? Dang it. I just I, assumed. I guess I'll stick that's with Treasure one. Planet. It's one, of, it's, one of my, it's one of my favorites. I'll do yeah, Treasure Planet. It's also like the whole thing with wanting to study medieval literature as a PhD, but hmm. other than that, it's not that big of a deal. I'm doing Black Cauldron because no one cares about the Black Cauldron, so I can I can do whatever I want with it. Hey, my cousin likes it. He collects merchandise at antique stores from it. Dang. There you I'm go. just a random thought, but if you have glasses, don't ever get those like pupil lights because then it just like has a giant pupil circle on your glasses instead what? of on your pupil. Pupil lights. Yeah, they're for like makeup videos to make your eyes look like more sparkly and beautiful. But if you wear glasses all the time, it looks weird. I don't know if I'd ever want to have my eyes described as sparkly. That sounds like a condition. I don't know, it sounds like a disease. (laughs) Ah, I've got some sparkly. Wow, your eyes are looking real sparkly. It sounds like like I'm a Twilight vampire. (laughs) It glistens like. It, it glistens like like Edward. <laughs> we come 
full circle. Nice this Edward like, Sheen you got there. Uh, <laughs> it was a full circle moment, you guys. You got all the way back to Twilight. Uh, and we'll do one even better. Speaking of Disney remakes, Mulan. Oh. Oh. Mulan. So, somebody explain what they don't like about Mulan. Well, well, first of all, first of all, who paid $30 to watch it on Disney Plus? Not me. Not me. Neither did I. Can I I explain my biggest issue with said movie? What? I'm going to explain my biggest issue with said movie. Go Um, for it. The movie you haven't seen. So, you got the original. You got the original Mulan, right? It's the classic, one of my favorites. So, yeah. in the movie, right, um, Mulan, she becomes, you know, the best warrior there is through hard work, through determination, through um, all of her own effort, through her, all of her own efforts, right? A very, yeah. like, impactful, inspiring movie for boys and girls alike. And then you get to the new movie where Mulan was, ar- was already special. She has some... Eastern Che wizardry and um, try wizardry or whatever wizardry. and like so basic basically instead of saying yeah um, person if you work hard too you can be the best you can be it's like yeah you can be the best you can be if you're the chosen one mm. I think that kind, of, kind of defeats the purpose of the whole movie because like she's doing backflips and crap like that because. The only, the only lesson she learned in the movie was, okay, I shouldn't hide who I am. Which, I mean, is a decent lesson, but it's not as good as the original one. Like, she, See, she's already the best she can be. But I heard people say that, that China hates it. And I mean, they do, yeah. I think it's because, like, people, like, they think it's westernized, which, that's only what I've heard, but... I mean, to I mean, be fair. That's why they, they didn't like the original one. They didn't like the original one either. Yeah, because it was West. Well, some some did, some didn't. The ones who didn't said it was too Western. But I, I had heard, I've had heard other Chinese people say that that they did like the original. Like wow. they were just excited yeah. that Disney was talking about their culture. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's because then you have the, the 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 purpose of the Mulan remake when they made it was Disney actually was trying to cater it to China. Because who 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 was it released for first? It wasn't released to us on Disney Plus first. It was released to Chinese audiences first. And guess what? Chinese audiences hated it, and they didn't go and see it, and eventually banned any advertising for it in their own country. Any marketing for the new Mulan movie was banned in China. Wow, that is... a big dip. Yeah, so they didn't like it. And Disney's like, ah, crud. Um, We need to make... What the heck is that? See see the little ring of light around her eye? Ew! That's... That's a pupil light. We're back on the pupil lights. Why? <laughs> Does someone put that in their eye? No, I'll show you what it looks like. Oh, God. It's a reflection, Nick. It's a reflection. Looks like a Sith Lord. <laughs> it's it's made to make the eyes look more young and luscious and beautiful. The thing is, though, if you have um, glasses on... What's supposed to be reflected in your pupils gets reflected weirdly on your glasses, like, ten times bigger than it ever should. Yeah. And so then it just looks, like, comical and stupid, and I can't take anybody serious. I mean, I can't really take people serious when they use this. This is what it looks like. What? So do you shine this at your at your eye? No, well, you shine it at your face, and your eye will naturally reflect it. Oh. 
Oh, that's weird. You put it like behind your camera or something. Oh, yeah. okay. So and, it's for, specifically for photo shoots. Uh, well, no, it's for makeup tutorials. A lot, a lot of makeup artists and makeup tutorial people use it. I thought this was known as a, this was known as a beauty light. Uh, oh. beauty light works too. It, yeah, that's, that's what I've heard it heard it referred to as. I love how we're talking about this as if people can see it. So like, yeah, look at this picture. Don't worry, we'll edit Just, in a picture. Go, go to your <laughs> go to your nearest Google and look it up. <laughs> yeah, look up uh, uh what what did you call it? And beauty light. Beauty light. Beauty light. So, well, now I know if I ever want to look like a Sith Lord in any of my pictures, I can get one of these. <laughs> I just need to make sure I'm not wearing my glasses. You could do it for, like, cosplay. Just carry the mirror around in front of you the entire time. I'll just carry the light around with me just all the time. And then everyone can just see. You know, you and know... You, that'll work. You know your Disney Back remake is bad when we were this sidetracked by it. <laughs> just, just yeah. instantly well, just like... I, that's what the prompt is going to be about. I like... Wow. That's more interesting <laughs> than your movie, Disney. <laughs> Why would I pay, like, if China, if it was supposed to be, like, a better remake for China, why? <clears throat> well, Disney has been trying to get, they've always been trying, that's the thing with just Hollywood in general, is they've been trying to cater to China, because guess what? In the end, where's all the money coming from for their movies? It ain't from the China. American release. Yeah, it's from all the people in China. That's where the money comes in. So they try to... to quote our president. China. Yeah. China. <laughs> I just grew co drew COVID on my arm. What? Why? <laughs> I instantly dated our podcast. Good oh, job. Great. Yeah. Now we're gonna get demonetized. <laughs> People are gonna just cut it out. <laughs> Listen, you act like this is gonna be edited. This this was no, time. it is. This I will edit it myself. I'm thing. editing it too. Like we're all gonna edit it, and then it's gonna be like three different versions of the podcast. And then yeah. we'll upload, it to the upload every version. Just like Rise of Skywalker's, like this is the J.J. Abrams cut. This is the Kathleen Kennedy cut. This is the Lucas cut. We're gonna have like here's the unedited Nick cut. Here's the Cassie cut. The uh, the Alan cut. We're gonna have like seven different cuts from people who are had nothing to do with the podcast. There's gonna be four versions, and there's only f like there's gonna be five versions, and there's only four of us. <laughs> <laughs> like seven different versions. <laughs> Who, who's editing all these versions? Our so, fan so base. Oh, uh, yes, her fan base of no one. Ha, ha, fan base. <laughs> That's a funny joke. <laughs> Our full fan base. So anyway. It's like, it's like the kissing booth, Emma. What? Uh, what? Excuse me? <laughs> Never mind, moving on. No, I, I just dated our... Uh, I just dated our podcast even more. The kissing booth? Quit dating the podcast, Cassie. Gosh, the I can't break up with Netflix. it. I'm too in love. We're trying to be topical, talking about the Disney live-action remake of Mulan and Daisy Ridley interviews. I I can't, like, I, I haven't seen it, and I'll be honest, I wasn't the biggest fan of Mulan to begin with. Oh, that's a hot take. It, movies aren't Oof. my thing in general. Which is why I've seen a lot of the Star Wars stuff and why I haven't seen the remake of Mulan. Mm. But if I were to watch a Disney movie, I would watch something that actually, like, if they had done a remake 
of Mulan and fixed the issues that China had with it and kept the main, um, like Alan said, like, if you work hard, then you'll achieve your goals, was the point of the first movie. If they had kept that, I feel like it would have done better. And I would have been more likely to see it. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, they they didn't do themselves any favors. But I will say I loved their first trailer that came out with like that revamped score of the original um, Reflection song. That is true. That one was like, oh. I'm going to get us uh, demonetized here really quick. Oh, oh please don't. Go for it. I like money. <laughs> I'm kidding. You're, what money do you think we're going to get from this? <laughs> A cent. <laughs> The money yeah, from the one function. donor we have. Yeah, have myself. <laughs> the one cent that I give this this um this podcast. Speaking of, oh, this podcast right, has are... been brought to you by me. Like by myself. Hold on. I'm pulling myself up by my own bootstraps for this thing. Uh... Oh. What was that? <laughs> Oh, what's happening? Are you okay? It's like cutting out. I'm watching the commercial, and honestly, like I don't feel like they did the makeup. For wait, for what? For Mulan? Yeah. Oh no, it was the mute. It's the mute. The reflection music. I wasn't too impressed with it. You weren't too impressed with it. No, but the mute. I'm just saying the music was really cool because it was like a revamped of the song. That's what I'm trying to get to. I still listen to that song, actually. It's really cool. Trying to get to the song. Let's get down to business. To defeat. Demonetization. Don't sing copyrighted music, Nick. Demonetized. <laughs> Demonetized. Oh, no. <laughs> My one penny. It's gone. What's going to be more than that? Put that big, that. that big yellow stamp on that. Ah. My penny. Oh, up, this one. Up, demonetization. Up. <laughs> I love how it's, it's just cutting in the other. Like, ah, uh, interesting. All right. Oh gosh. That I only so demonic. <laughs> yeah, we just heard just this. That is so demonic. Yeah, from like yeah, where from... my I'm ice receiving end. Yeah, it was like cutting. Oh, in. good. Like, we literally Whoa! demonetized. No, I don't think don't we worry. will be. It wasn't. We'll fix it in post. <sighs> you can have it for five seconds. It yeah. I, it was five seconds. It was less than five seconds. Don't worry. Discord was then looking out for us in cutting out the. In cutting out randomly. Discord, you are our best friend. Discord saved us our penny. Yeah. <laughs> Thank We're you, so Discord. Poor. We're in college. We need that penny to get through college. We need for <laughs> We cannot rely on the sponsorship from Amanda Tress. Oh. 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 Now, we're, now we're full circle. <laughs> now we're yeah. done. Hey, that's actually it's time to end. Hey, that's okay. perfect that we need so, full circle because it's actually 59 minutes, 20 seconds. Yeah, no, yeah. We've so, been, we've, to, we went for an hour. Us, to, yeah. To end us out, let's all do a book recommendation. Oh, gosh. Oh, boy. 
Alan, you start us Nick, off. Nick, you go first. Oh. I, I guess I'll I guess I'll start us off. Okay. Uh, my book recommendation is uh, The Revenant by Michael Punk, I believe his last name is pronounced. Um, it's uh, it's in like um, frontier America, and it's about it's based on a true story about a guy named Hugh Glass. There was a movie ab- about it recently. He was basically uh, mauled by a bear and left for dead, but he survived. But he, he survives, and the book is about him uh, hunting down the people who left him for dead. Is that the movie with Harrison Ford in it? No, it's, no, it's the DiCaprio. movie with oh. yeah, DiCaprio in it. But okay. I, I haven't seen the movie, but the book's really good. I think I know which... Yeah, I know which one you're talking about now. Okay, Cassie. Next book. Um, Cassie's like, I don't read. I, I do read. <laughs> I'm currently reading Pride and Prejudice. Um, it's oh, yes. a good one. By Jane Austen, and I highly recommend because each time I read it, it gets funnier. There you go. Quality of, book like, recommendations funny, here. Speaking of like funny incidences that occur in Elizabethan England, my book re- recommendation was actually Evelina, which is what I had to read for study abroad. And it's basically this girl where she keeps getting herself into all these weird situations, and it's just really hilarious to watch. Hmm, mm, that sounds good. Yeah, it was written by Francis Bernie, so it was, uh, it was a couple hundred years ago, but... Ah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, yeah. Nick, what's, what, what's right, the book? Nick. Me. Hmm. I recommend um, Final Empire by Brandon Sanderson. I just feel he... I love his, his take on good. fantasy novels and his world building, and he's just a great writer in general. I, honestly, I'd put him as, like, the top line for writing for me. I'm currently reading through the book. It's pretty good. Yeah, I love it. Like, it, like it, insp- it makes me want to sit down and write whenever I read something that he's wrote. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Like, yeah, it's like that person with the contagious laugh. You're just like, ha I'm going to go right now. <laughs> I don't just know. like that. Just All like right. I guess that's it. I guess that's it. I, guess that's I need to go eat now. First. Mm. We'll we'll think of a cool outro later. Yeah. When we edit in post production, we'll include the riff. Thank you guys so much for watching. Donate to our Patreon here. Our Patreon. Donate one penny to be mentioned as our sponsor. Donate to our GoFundMe page because we're four broke college students. Oh, absolutely. Please fund my college experience. I want to become the queen of business someday. (laughs) Help me become the queen of business. All right, I'm leaving. All right. All right, bye. Bye. Bye, guys.